guy we first met in first grade at Lincoln Elementary. Now you're the founder of this awesome business in Tri-Cities called Recon Techs Tri-Cities. Congratulations. Thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Funny story, man. But the last time that you and I actually talked, we've been friends on Facebook for a while, but the last time you talked, I was working at Hastings on 395 there in the music department. I remember you saying, you came uh, in to buy something and you were like, dude, I'm moving to Virginia. I'm going to go start my own business. And I was like, dude, that is the coolest freaking thing ever. Getting the heck out of Dodge, man. Getting, the getting out of Tri-Cities and go doing your own business. <laughs> right. Oh, that was so fun, dude. I wanted to go back a little bit because you, you obviously love cars, man. And when did you realize that you loved cars? And who was that person that kind of led you in that direction of, of, of this love for cars? So I grew up with my dad collecting Studebakers. Okay. And uh, we had like seven or eight of them at the house all the time. Uh, we went to uh, swap meets all over the Pacific Northwest, Montana, and looked at Studebakers. So I grew up around someone who liked cars, specifically Studebakers, for quite a while. And then I kind of branched off into my own kind of cars, you know, that, that I liked and sports cars, exotics, you know, that's kind of where I was, you know, I, I like muscle cars as well. I was born, you know, I was around it, you know, um, yeah. all the time. I, I got super excited when I rode with my dad in his uh, um, 1963 Hawk, you know, Studebaker, you know, and, and just hearing and learning about V8s and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I, and I helped me when I was about 13 or 14, you know, start working around on the, the vehicles with my dad a little bit on the on the motors and stuff and then you know i started looking i, I started liking uh you know dodge vehicles you know we had we were we had studio we had american vehicles too my dad got a dodge neon probably when i was like 14 or 15 that's that that dates way back but you know that was, <laughs> <laughs> but you know but my first car they gave me a, a, an 87 dodge lancer turbo and then I got a 1973 Dodge Challenger that I bought, you know, with my first car, I paid with my own money and absolutely nice. fell in love. You know, it just, uh, it just, yeah, it's been all my life, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, my dad influenced me as far as the, the love of cars, but I just kept, you know, kept going with it. Yeah. And your dad lives here in Idaho, right? Yes. Yeah. He lives in uh, Sandpoint, Idaho. Yep. Okay. Okay. Not too far away from me. That's awesome. So in October of 2019, you hit 22 years sober, man, which is awesome, by the way. Well, thanks. What happened in your life that you decided, man, I got to make a change. I got to get sober and, and figure out my life here. Well, it started 22 years ago <laughs> when uh, I was uh, uh, just before I turned 18. I was wrapped up in a lot of stuff. I was wrapped up in uh, crystal meth, LSD, you know, marijuana. I mean, that's, you know, that's legal now here. So it's not even sure. a big deal, but, you know, right. lots of alcohol. Uh, just, just really got myself up wrapped up in the stuff really quick. I went downhill <clears throat> super fast. And, uh, you know, um, I had been in the hospital, uh, I, you may remember, uh, 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 well, at Kamaik and I, you know, I left, was it my sophomore year in an ambulance? Yep. I had overdosed. Yeah. Yep. On a whole bunch of stuff. Oh. And, uh, you know, just, it was, it, it, I had to, I, I, I had to, uh, you know, something had to change and, uh, you know, and other, you know, I wouldn't be alive today, you know? So yeah, that was the shift. Um, I got outside help and, uh, you know, it's, uh, that, yeah, that's, that's what happened. And that's, you know, that's kind of why I have 22 years at, you know, I'm 40 now. So, you know, I got sure. sober at early age. Come on, man. That's awesome. I remember like, you know, LSD was big when we were in high school, man. I, I mean, that was a big thing for me taking that and we smoked pot all the time and eat mushrooms or whatever. Right. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, I mean, I was even to the point where if I didn't have five bucks for the hit acid, I'd go to the store and buy a two bo $2 50 cent bottle of Robotest and DM, oh, you man. know, so we could go and hallucinate. Right. You know, <laughs> And I actually haven't had a drink in probably 10 or 12 years now myself. Wow. Man. So it's, uh, wow. Congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's been a, a fun journey. I kind of went down the wrong path for a long time, but yeah, back on track for sure there. Would love to know, when did you start MJP detailing out in Virginia? It's been a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when I told you I'd moved to uh, um, Washington or uh, moved to Virginia for business, I had a network marketing business at the time. I had grown that a little bit. I went out there, developed that. Didn't go in the direction uh, that I, you know, that I exactly wanted to go. A friend of mine said, "Hey, this was in early 2003," and he said, "You know, I, I loved. I had worked at a lot of restaurants." He said, "Well, what do you want to do? What's what's your passion?" And I said, "Cars and cooking." And he said, "Well, what do you want to do? You need to own a business." He said, "That's where you know you have that drive. You have that you know what 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 kind of business do you want?" And I was like, "Holy crap!" You know, he had been a business owner for 30 years, so he you know he he saw that. He said, "You know, this is the direction you should go." I said, "You know, I think automotive. That's really where." I want to go. And he said, okay, we'll start doing research on it. And it was, uh, I guess it was probably about late 2002 because it was because 2003 is when I established the business. But I learned from a guy that had retired in the detailing business after like 25 years and up in Pittsburgh, drove up there, stayed up there for three days, trained, got the basics of stuff. And then I got a business plan. I spent a couple of months on the business plan, putting that together. And then after that, I was ready. In March, 2003, I established MJP Detailing. Man. That is awesome. And what was the deciding factor, I guess, to leave Virginia and head back to Tri-Cities? You know, I, so I had established a business obviously out there for about 13 years. I come out here and I, I visit here once a year and family, you know, mom, stepdad, sister out here and stuff. And I came out here three years ago now, I want to say 2016. Somewhere around there, either 15 or 16. I visited here for Christmas. I think it was 2015, but, but uh, my mom said, you know, what do you, what do you want to do? Do you want to, because I, I'd been, I'd been wanting to come out here, but I had, you know, when you have a business and you have that built and you spent 13 years, it's just like, do I walk away and restart? You know what I mean? Right. Like, holy crap, man. Scary. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But, but my mom said something to me. She said, uh, you know, do you want to retire out there and, uh, and move back here? Or do you want to start over and be around family? And then she said something that hit super home. She wasn't even doing a guilt trip, but in reality, she said, you know, because I don't know how long, much longer I'll be around. Yo, man, I, I had never even thought about that. Right. You know, like, you know, you think your parents are going to be around, you know, all the time. I flew back and within three months, I made the decision to, to move out here and start from zero. You know, wow. it was a tough thing to do. I, I had friends out there that were really supportive of me coming back out here. Friends here that were supportive and I started, man, I did it. And, uh, uh, you know, as soon as I moved out here, I moved out here in that in uh, in that May, I think it was a 2016. And within a month, I, I got my business license, restarted, and boom, you know, just started up again. You know, I knew what to do, yeah. and um, we've just blown up. You know, yep. because I learned over that period was kind of like condensed tomato soup. Man, it was concentrated. <laughs> I just really put it all and went in. You know, and uh, um, yeah. And, and, and blew things up. And you came back to Tri-Cities under the MJP brand name, but then it's now changed to Recontext. What was the deciding factor in changing over that name? So the, the factor of that was I was involved with some business people that had a business model uh, that was, there was a national brand um, and it was Recontext. Gotcha. They had their own detail product line that was made. They had a, a proprietary business uh, uh, layout and it looked great. Yep. And I thought, well, you know what? I've been in JPD till this long, but if I need to have that name and have a bigger brand, then I'll do it. It was a struggle. 
you know, because I had the name that long. But I, I, I that was that was the change. Um, and as I told you before, we're actually going under a slight change. I'm breaking off from that. Okay. Um, so I feel like the value of having my own entity is a lot more from where we're at now. Okay. So it's actually gonna be similar to me. Recon Tri Cities detail, taking out okay. the text, change the logo. We've built a name around the Recon Text Tri Cities, a brand, and I didn't want to shift from that too far. And I just wanted to shift the name enough where we didn't have the trademark issues and all that and we could be you know back to uh you know um a business entity i was 100 percent owned you know i owned my business completely but having my name back and uh, you know having full control of, of, of some th certain things sure absolutely man and for those who don't know what is exactly your business that you do oh sure yeah so we specialize in auto detailing paint correction high performance paint coatings otherwise known as ceramic coatings interior detail headlight restoration when we get our bigger area we'll be doing window tinting wheel and rim repair paint protection film a, a lot of other stuff uh, bed liners we're expanding to a lot of other stuff just a matter of having the shop you know we've grown out of our location just being there two years uh, <laughs> wow. you know we, yeah, we've already grown out of that, and it's uh, we need it. We need to get a bigger, a bigger space now, to, so we can put all those other services in place. Wow, man, that's awesome. I mean, in addition to being so successful with that business, your social media has really blown up. I think at least it, that I've seen over the couple of years that, that we've been on Facebook together, and I mean, seven thousand followers on Instagram, five thousand Facebook guys, and almost 1,000 YouTube subscribers. How have you been able to grow those accounts so quickly and so successfully? I'm aggressive, you know, with it. I, I post a couple times a day, you know, daily on all those. I interact with people on there. Uh, YouTube, I just started my YouTube channel 2018, December. Wow. So literally in a year's time, just about a thousand subscribers. Super aggressive on that. Um, I did a little bit of promoting as far as on Google, AdWords, stuff like that. Um, but but a lot of it came organically through my followers, through Facebook and all that. We have, we're at 5,500 followers you know, on our, on our Facebook page. And, and we, you know, just let people know about that. And they, you know, they subscribe on there and, you know, we, we post videos on there pretty regularly. I try to get on there about once a week, other than the past two months where I've been sick. I mean, you know, I've been crazy sick. So I'm back yeah. on track, you know, in life and all that. So, yeah. Good, man. Good, dude. Well, Hey, I wanted to shift to some fun questions for us just yeah. to kind of end off this interview. I've got these cards, they're called pod decks. And what they are is they're actually interview questions to help podcasters, help with their shows or coffee table talk or something like that. Right. And so I'm just going to randomly pull a card no. out of here, dude. We'll cool. see if it's a flop. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a good one. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it'll flop. This one says, would you rather go 30 days without your phone or your entire life without dessert? I, Oh man. <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's a good one. I would say, you know what? I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say 30 days without my phone because I could go on my social media on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Perfect, perfect answer, dude. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite band or favorite type of music that you listen to? Um, I don't have, I, you know, I have a lot of, I mean, Smashing Pumpkins. I, I loved them in high school. Um, I, I, you know, Tool, Five Finger Death Punch, Event Sevenfold. Um, Disturb. That's probably the music that I pretty much listen to at this point in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Probably for now on because I grew up with that stuff. <laughs> right. And I'm pumped that Loudermilk is back on tour. They're going to do that quick reunion tour three shows in Going April. to that. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so bummed. It actually comes to Spokane 
on a date of my birthday, my wife's birthday. So I, I'll, uh, oh. I'll I'll save my marriage and not go to the concert. But uh, you know, yeah. it's, <laughs> 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 should, should be that'll be awesome to see those guys live again, man. What was the last concert that you've actually been to? Disturbed in Spokane. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, that's. I bet that was a good show. Oh, it was great. It was spur of the moment too. Like I literally, a friend of mine said, "Hey, I've got tickets available," and I called my girlfriend. Like I said, "Hey, you want to go to a concert tonight?" <laughs> it was like we had like three hours. We're heading to Spokane. It's like, all right, it's like cool. So I never uh, seen Disturbed Live. It was great, great concert. Okay. I had a similar experience when I was in Tri-Cities and somebody said, hey, I can't go to see Corn tonight in the Tacoma Dome. I'll sell your ticket, my tickets to you for 10 bucks. So me and a buddy jumped in a car, drove to Tacoma, and about halfway there, I realized that in my pocket, I had tickets to go see Corn the next night in Portland, and I was supposed to drive five guys. So I drove to Tacoma, watched the show, drove to the Dow, slept in my car for three hours, called my buddies up and said, hey, something's come up and I can't drive. And I just remember them saying, that's so they had to drive up to portland in this tiny geo metro and then i got to see corn two nights in a row (laughs) nice Uh, i didn't even think about it like 10 bucks to see corn heck yeah man you know yeah yeah oh dude that's awesome that's an awesome story you, you post tons of pictures of, of your animals. How many animals do you actually own? So I have uh, I have my my uh, German Shepherd Dodge. Okay. Um, and I have my uh, uh, my cat Debbie and my cat Dora. Okay. Those, those okay. are my two. Yeah, cause one one of my, one of them passed a few months ago. Right. So I have those those two. Yeah, and then my girlfriend has a uh, has two dogs of her own. Okay. Okay. So busy, busy there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you post a lot of motivational stuff. Who is it that motivates you? You know. As I've read in books, I see that really you have to motivate yourself. Yeah. I mean, you can have that external stuff, but you have to be able to have something in yourself that's going to give you a drive. What's your passion? What do you want out of this life? You know, I mean, you can get the external rah, 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 I'm excited kind of thing. But if you don't have that within you of what you want out of life, you're not going to have that motivation, that, that ongoing motivation. Yeah. You know, um, as far as, uh, you know, maybe a little booster or something like that. Grant Cordone. Yeah, I was just looking at the book. I, you know, I have that by my bed. I have, you know, I read quite a bit of stuff of him. I, I'm terrible for remembering authors, but I'll just, I'll grab, I have a pile, a library, and I'll just grab a book and yeah. uh, I'll read it. Like Magic of Thinking Big, How to Win Friends and Influence People, something that's going to keep me focused on whatever it is with business. That's really what I, you know, what I read and about 20 minutes a day, you know, to keep myself in that. But for as far as motivation, it's got to come within. Yeah, I mean, it's great to have that like that external thing. Like if you go to some, you know, speaker, that's good. It might help a little bit, you know, get that fire going. But yeah, you've got to keep it burning, you know, yourself. Right. Absolutely, man. I wanted to uh, give you an opportunity to just give a shout out to teammates, you know, people on your team or the, the camera's all yours, man. Just shout out for anyone that you want, man. Okay, cool, man. Shout out to uh, my team, you know, Recon Tri-City Detail, specifically Tiffany. She's been with me for over two years. The six oh. months that I was sick, she was running the shop and uh, things went with no problem. So it's great to have a team member like that. My newer team members, Edward and Bridget and Christian and uh, my girlfriend, Danny, who's awesomely supportive in um, everything I do. And, you know, I've got a supportive, I've, I've got a lot of supportive people in my life. Of course, my mom, my stepdad, uh, my sister. It's great. And that's, yeah, that's, I would say it pretty much shows like the people. I got a friend in Thailand who I've known, who knew in Virginia. I talked to him probably, my friend, Mike Pacheco, probably almost a couple days. He's the one who actually said, Myron, do you want to have automotive or cooking? So he, he was a big influence, okay. you know, in, in my life, uh, you know, for that. Dude, it was so good to catch up with you. It's been 20 years since you and I spoke, dude, and it was so much fun to catch up, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Truly an honor to talk to you, man. Man, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I, I, I feel I, I felt kind of uh, uh, 
famous the last week, man. And TV interview goes <laughs> on. I mean, I got this and, uh, on your awesome show. You know, we did fun a few people, and then um, I was on a podcast about uh, about a month ago about my business with someone else. So I'm like, man. okay, <laughs> cool, man. Well, dude, keep kicking ass. You're doing an amazing job, man. And and next time I'm in Tri Cities, we got to catch up for sure, man. Absolutely, man. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Cool. Thanks, Myron. Have a great day, man. Hey, man. Take hey, care. Guys, thank you so much for hanging around. Really appreciate it. If you'd like to see more videos from Top Rated MMA and the Bearded Biz Show, please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel. Become part of the Top Rated MMA and Bearded Biz community. We would really appreciate your support. Also, please leave a comment below. I will read and respond to all of them. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.